Good morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on the time you're listening to this podcast. My name is Alex, and this is another episode of What Alex Says, my podcast where I be saying stuff. So I haven't talked to you in a couple weeks. It's been a while. And today's episode sucks, if I'm being completely honest. I don't want to talk about this topic, but I do have some things I want to share. And this is kind of a topic that has transformed because of, you know, recent events. So I'm just going to go ahead and start and see where it takes me. So if you read the title of the episode, it seems like the episode is only about social media, but I'm also going to touch on the tragedy that happened this past Sunday. As you know, and I'm pretty sure pretty much everyone has found out, Kobe Bryant passed away. He is a well-known, you know, former basketball player and, and so much more, if I'm being honest. His daughter also passed away with him, Gianna Bryant, also known as Mambasita. And it just really seemed like, I don't know, people don't necessarily admit that they have a favorite child, but like that was his road dog, so to, th- so to speak. And Quite frankly, I don't know. It's very sad. And I know you've seen their pictures all over the the internet and social media. But along with those two, we also had some other deaths. And I want to go ahead and and mention those people as well because they are equally important. Christina Mauser, who was an assistant coach for the Team Mamba, and they were on their way to a game. Also, John Kerry and Alyssa Altabelli, Sarah and Peyton Chester, so that was a mother and daughter, and the, ugh, man, it's just so sad. Like, I don't even, ugh. And also the pilot, Ara Zobayan, I think I'm saying his name right. I hope I am. So that's a total of nine people that passed away unexpectedly, so tragically, and it's just very unfortunate. And I'm sure so many of us wish we could, like, restart January 26th and just make it go away, but yeah, those individuals passed away and it, I don't know, it really, I don't want to say it ruined my weekend because who the heck am I? You know what I mean? Who am I to have a ruined weekend when the families of these people have to deal with this for the rest of their life, have to basically alter their entire lives because of this? And it's just really sad. I could go on and on about it, um, but I don't really want to talk about the helicopter crash too much. But I do want to share a few thoughts that are related to the topic that I was planning to talk about before the tragedy happened. And the topic is social media. So in the aftermath of this tragedy, it just showed me a lot. It revealed a lot about people on social media and just the nature of social media in general. And I was utterly disgusted, y'all. Like, after the crash happened, there was just a lot of uncertainty. People didn't know. I'm sure a lot of people wanted the this. They just wanted to know what was going on. They didn't want to believe it was true. And and I understand and, and acknowledge all of that. But before the coroners had an opportunity to identify bodies, there were just so many rumors and, and things being spread across Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And it was just, it was a lot to take in. And so I had two interactions with people and I'll share those stories in just a moment. But ultimately it was like a game of telephone. If one person saw something on the internet, they decided to share it, reword it, post it, and 
it was just like they didn't want to fact check. They would just say anything, you know. And what really ticked me off was um, the, I guess the, the assumptions or that that other people were on the plane who really weren't on the plane. You know, they basically said Kobe Bryant's entire family was on the plane. They say Rick Fox was on the plane and, and that he passed away as well. But there's no telling like who where this information came from, and it just it spread like wildfire, and. I had read, you know, like just, I just know to wait. I don't know. Maybe it's because I studied journalism for a while, but I was just like, let me wait, you know, before I do too much posting. But I saw a young lady who I follow. She's, I mean, she's probably older than me, but she's a a woman. (laughs) And she posted a picture of Rick Fox and Kobe Bryant in Lakers jerseys. And her caption was something along the lines of like, you guys played together, you you went out together, you know, rest in peace, Rick and Kobe, whatever. And so she posts this on her Instagram. So I commented, like, why are you spreading rumors? Like, this has not been confirmed yet. And this young lady, she DM'd me, like, three messages, basically, like, a screenshot of some random reporter who I've never heard of who who basically said that Rick Fox may have been on the plane. And she goes, it's not in my nature to spread rumors, and that's that's not my character, and blah, blah, blah. But essentially, clearly it is, because that's what you're doing, you know? But I get it. She got the news the wrong way. But what I did not get is why she, in her third message, she sent me, she said, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But if you disagree with me, my DMs are always open. And I didn't even I didn't even respond because I was just too like too busy being like sad and upset about the tragedy that I probably would have just acted a fool in these person's messages. So I just ignore. I just was like, all right, we're done, done with this whole interaction. But essentially, if you post things publicly. Do not expect people to correct you in pri- I don't know. I'm not correcting you in private. I'm going to deal with the situation where it's at. You know what I mean? And she was not the only person who I commented on who had posted like a rest in peace message to Rick Fox without any type of confirmation. And so this other man did it. He had a whole different type of response. So at least the woman I just spoke of, she had a little respect in her system. And you know what I mean? And it was just like, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. She ended up deleting the post or whatever. But this man, he posted a picture and several hours, this is like several hours after, you know, it was confirmed that Rick Fox was still alive. Okay. And so I still see this on his page and people are still shocked. Like they talked 20 minutes ago, like he really died. Are you sure? Blah, blah, blah. And this man's still confirming the news. Like he just knows stuff. And so I commented like, Hey, you should take this down. It's pretty irresponsible, whatever. This man went all the way left and was like, take your bitch ass eyes off. Woo, honey. I'm sorry I cussed, but I had to, okay? But it was just like, oh my God. So again, it was just a really horrible day. So I choose not to argue with clowns. So I essentially did, I did have to get that last word in though. I let him know you are as stupid as you look. And uh, yeah, (laughs) that's pretty much what I said. And then I unfriended him, so I no longer have access to the post. So he probably cussed and did a whole lot of shenanigans. And he was just loud and wrong and sad. But those two things, two incidents, and there were so many more that other people have experienced that I saw people posting about or, you know, just people talking slick. And it's just, it's very pitiful how people get on this here internet 
and say whatever they want. They don't know if it's true all the time, but they just, I don't know, they just like to talk or share things, and I, and I don't understand. But also, um, the point I want to make about those two Rick Fox stories is like, what the F, right? Neither of these two people needed to post what they posted at the time they posted it. Like, you're not a reporter. You're not, like, trying to break news. You could have waited, you know? Nobody was, like, really looking for your rest in peace post like that. So you could have waited until you knew for sure. But instead, you wanted to do the extras, right? And so people just need to wait so that if you want to spread news, let it be accurate because there are so many people who whose lives have been altered because of lies that have been told on them. And this just happens to be even worse. Like I can't even imagine like Rick Fox is dealing with a tragedy and then having to combat rumors that he's dead. His family might not know. He can't get in contact with him. And it's just a, a whole bunch of mess. And I hate it. But another thing that happened and after this after this tragedy there were a lot of opinions and arguments being shared people still talking about who's the goat who's not blah 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 and also there was a post that said and if you follow me on twitter you probably saw this interaction but basically it was saying like TMZ released the news of Kobe Bryant's death before you know officials had the opportunity to notify his family so his family probably found out on social media which is awful of course but of course the question is who told TMZ right but someone commented like yeah TMZ's bad remember when they posted the picture of Rihanna all beaten and bruised and then they posted the picture like, you didn't have to post the picture to remind, like, we know what picture you're talking about. And so then I commented back, so, and you posted this picture because, and then someone else comments, like, oh, so that they can show you that TMZ had their logo plastered on blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, it don't make sense. And then they had the nerd to tag Rihanna in this post. Like, what the heck is wrong with y'all? Like, why... Kobe Bryant just died. She probably said, because I believe she was a Laker fan too at some point. And you want to remind her of a time when she was in a domestic violence situation. Like, I hate y'all. I really do. Like, not y'all, but you know who I mean. If you act like these clowns, then yes, you. But but yeah, I was just too through. And I just had to stop the interaction because it's just too much. People are just dumb. And I have a problem. Like, I like to tell people who are stupid that they're stupid. I like to check people. I like to let them know, like, you you a clown. And I cannot keep spending my time like that. It's not a good use of my time. So I have decided that I want to limit my social media usage. Like, yeah, I definitely can choose who I follow. And, and for the most part, I do a really good job at that. I follow pretty great people. But on Twitter, I don't know what's going on with the algorithm, but I can see people's retweets. I can see what they like. And, and sometimes they like and stupid stuff. So therefore, I'll be wanting to comment. But yeah, so I can't just be on social media scrolling when I'm bored or just because, you know, I got a little free time because quite frankly, there are so many better things I could be doing. I need to read more. I need to just be a better human and sitting up and reading people and even judging people that I see on social media. It's just not a good use of my time. And and I have to cut back. So essentially, this episode was originally planned to to talk about like how there should be some rules on social media. Right. 
So how I really want to use social media going forward is is like as a business tool, right? I'm not really interested in posting selfies. Like for the most part, like if I feel cute one day, maybe I'll share something, but I that's just not going to be my primary usage. And if that's yours, I'm not judging you, but I, I can't do it. So when I originally planned this episode, I wanted to kind of focus on chapter 14 of my book, which is titled, I wrote this book to pay my student loans. And chapter 14, uh, the title of that chapter is called uh, Babies Don't Need Snapchat Filters and Neither Do You. And in the chapter, I go on to make little points like, you know, there's no need for throwback Thursday photos every week, you know, or you don't have to overuse filters or you definitely don't need to be putting filters on your babies because there are a lot of people who do that. But but at this point, I don't even care what y'all do on your social media because I'm not going to be looking at it no more. Like... There are a lot of people who I know, like, again, maybe I'm super sensitive because of this tragedy and it's really hit me in ways that I I didn't even imagine that it would. But I mean, the day after we got people like cracking jokes and it's not even being insensitive, like talking about Kobe. It's just I just don't have time for people like you want to be a comedian. You want to I don't got I just hate humans sometimes. So I just went ahead and just unfollowed a lot of people. And normally I don't like doing that because I feel like I'm being mean. But at this point, no, I don't like you and you're going to know it. So I'm unfollowing you, right? But at this point, again, I don't care what people are doing on their social media. So the the original rules that I wanted to share have been altered at this point. If you want to put blue eyes and, and blurred skin on your infant child... Do what you think is necessary at this point. Like, I, I don't even care. But um, there should be some rules to social media. And I don't want to talk about, like, the shallow, more judgmental ones that I mentioned in my book. But the fact is, over, like, 3.5 billion people use social media on a daily basis. Okay. I said, okay. <laughs> okay. And, and 90% of millennials use social media. And... And that's a lot, right? And the statistics said that an average three hours of usage per day is is what people use. But I know for a fact that people are using much more than that. So I think those statistics were from like 2018. But basically, with such a large audience and so many people using social media, it's impossible to get everyone to follow whatever little random rules I want to create. But maybe the majority of us should start just focusing on some simple things, like being kind on the internet. Like for so many freaking months, like there's this man I follow on Twitter and I hope he listens to this and I'm going to make sure I like share directly with him. I don't watch sports a lot. Let me let me point that out. But he, you know how there are people who are like a fan of a sports team and they get really upset or angry when their team's not winning, right? Or if they feel like a person didn't do their job on the team. So let's, I'm going to just name, because I don't even, I think his name's Jared and he plays for the Ram, but I don't know. Again, I don't really watch sports like that. But this man I follow, like when football season was in or yeah, when the Rams were still playing, every single oh my gosh, how do I even say it? It was like every Sunday or every time the team played and they did a bad job, this man would directly at the athlete. So Jerry, I don't, I don't think that's his real name, but yeah. And, and tell him like, you a B, you, you suck or, you know, just dumb stuff. Right. And I couldn't help, but imagine like, 
I don't want to say that, but so this the same man who does all these negative posts is like the saddest person in the world about Kobe Bryant, right? And is posting all these positive things and memories of Kobe. But I'm just thinking about how you disrespect another athlete on a weekly basis. You know what I mean? So one rule is just be kind. Like if there's somebody who you don't think is doing their job, you can have like your your normal little conversation with your your Twitter folks. And a lot of times these celebrities, they'll probably search their name and find out what people think, I guess. But you don't have to be adding them like that. Like this, the need to have direct communication with public figures is just something I don't like. But yeah, I I personally want to just practice kindness on social media. Like for the most part, like I don't get on there adding people like you stupid. I hate your guts. And I don't just, I don't dislike it. Like, for example, like there are people like, I don't watch the real housewives of Atlanta as often as I would like, but there's a particular classmate on there who I'm just like, this lady is like she you know like how is she like this is she doing this on purpose to just be a villain or is she really this trash but I'm never gonna go on the internet and add her like FYI you suck like that just don't even seem right to me so let's practice kindness let that be rule number one and um the other one rule I want to talk about is limiting just limiting your time on social media all right so there are people who spend eight hours a day like on social media, whether they feel like it's eight hours or not, but that hour and a half you spend in the bed, it counts. It adds up. So yeah, just limit your time because you'd be surprised how much you can get done or how much more productive you could be. You don't have time to work out, but you got time to be on your phone, right? And like I said, don't be a troll. If there are people who you don't like, celebrity, like you don't have to follow them. I know there's so many people who like and follow the shade room. I'm not one of them. Occasionally, my friend will send me a post. I'll check it out, whatever. But I don't follow them because I know for a fact that half the time, I don't even know who they posting. And secondly, it's just like the comments are just so toxic and people saying mean things. Like, I think I mentioned this before. Like, they'll post a picture of a beautiful woman and then they zoom in on her pinky toe to find some, a flaw. Like, why are you doing that? But whatever. So yeah, just try not to be a troll. Unfollow people you don't like. If you don't like Lizzo, for example, there's no need for you to be in her comment section. Another rule I want to implement if I had an option would just be to be yourself. There's no need to be fake or try to be like other people or try to look like what you don't really look like. Uh, Another one, just do your best to spread positivity and potentially make a difference in people's lives. Like, I don't know. There's like a whole lot. Like I follow some accounts that like spread motivational you know, posts and images and stuff like that. And that's the kind of stuff I need on my feed because all this other shenanigans, I'm over it. Let me see if there's anything else I want to talk about. Oh, there was something going around. I don't think it was really from LeBron James though, but the part that stood out, it was like a few paragraphs long, was like, stop comparing players, right? And I think that is such a good point to make because there are, again, a lot of men I know who they will argue and practically get into a fist fight with each other talking about who's the GOAT or who's better than who and blah, 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 blah. And I actually saw someone post, like, even though LeBron, like, he was basically saying rest in peace Kobe Bryant, but LeBron is his favorite. And I'm like, who cares at this point, right? Like, you can have your favorite player. Like, that's totally fine and totally normal. But 
these people don't care about you comparing them and who you think is better than Jordan and who you like all of that stuff is very irrelevant because like I can only imagine if that quarterback that that man I mentioned earlier is always cussing out on Twitter die he would probably feel away you know what I mean because as humans we should have some compassion some empathy and it's just like I I cannot imagine like cussing out a celebrity all the time and then they pass away and I'm like damn she, you know like how I don't know people should feel like crap basically especially those people those people who like spent years and years finding negative things to say but I don't know I don't want to ramble too long one thing I just want to say before I go is that you know we're all humans uh it doesn't matter who has more rings more championships better clothes who looks better because at the end of the day life is so fragile and when it's over it's over and there's nothing we can really do about it so we should just really do our best to live a good life right and and contribute to others lives in a positive way and I personally cannot tell people how to grieve or how to live their lives. So the original rules that I wanted to implement, I'm I'm glad I'm not sharing them. I'm glad I'm not telling people, girl, lay off the filters or girl, don't nobody care about you lip syncing to music no more. Because at this, I really don't care what nobody do no more because I won't be watching it like that. But I can't tell you how to grieve. And But I will say that looking at photos and videos of Kobe Bryant for the past couple of days, it just keeps making me sad, right? And I don't want to say it's a trigger for me, but it's just like, wow, this is really happening. But one thing I've noticed from past incidents was is that life goes on. And I hate to say that because I don't want you to think I'm saying, get over it, y'all, life goes on. But what I'm saying is the day after, so that was yesterday, Monday, people were posting selfies and just telling you about their outfit and, you know, just, you know, whatever. And it wasn't Kobe related or the tragedy related to the tragedy at all. And I found myself like being annoyed, like, girl, don't nobody care about what lipstick you got on today. But essentially like people start living their lives again, some sooner than others, some, you know, maybe don't, I don't know, express their sadness in the same way. So again, you can't judge. But eventually things do get easier to accept. I remember when Nipsey Hussle first passed away and how like, you know, it was very, it was challenging for me to stop thinking about it. Like it was just horrible. And then there will be people who consistently posted about him. And then eventually the posts got fewer, you know, and fewer. And of course it's still a horrible tragedy and difficult to accept, but eventually things get easier to accept and you start kind of like thinking about the good times as opposed to like the super tragic part. So as sad as I think I am or the people I know who who watch basketball their entire lives and, and threw paper in a trash can and said Kobe like I can't be sadder than his family right and none of us can so I can only imagine and I don't even think I want to how much pain they must be in and man man oh man it's just really sad so but I will say this okay I don't know Kobe Bryant or any of his family members personally but just seeing from watching like the relationship he had with his daughter Gianna it doesn't seem like either of them would have been able to kind of live without the other so I guess that's a bright side is that they're together I don't know. And I I also say this, okay? That girl was 13 years old. And I know for a fact 
that she spent more time with her father than I've spent with mine in over 30 years of life, right? So, like, he loved his children. He let, It was known, widely known, and he leaves behind a super amazing legacy. And so do the other people who, who died in this crash. So I hope that in this sadness, we learn something. We try to at least. And I'm sorry that this podcast is, is this podcast episode seems so depressing to me, but I just want us to do better on social media. Y'all essentially that's the point I'm trying to make. There should be some rules on social media. We should start following them. We should, you know, be, be mindful of the things that we post. Nothing is by chance. Like don't just waste your time on social media you know, don't be a troll. Don't be rude to people. If you do not like them, you don't have to look at them. Be yourself because you are beautiful as God made you and you only got one life. So use it to spread positivity and make a difference. And those are what Alex says rules for effective social media usage. I'm all, yeah, I don't know. I'm sad, y'all, and I'm sure you are too. And I appreciate you tuning into this episode. And I hope to talk to you again soon. But before I go, I want to highlight a Black-owned business that is based in Los Angeles that all of you should know about. So this is a different type of business. It's not, it's a product based, it's more like a service-based business, but you end up with the product after receiving the service. So what I'm talking about is a tailor. So I don't know about you, but I'm trying to really step my my fashion game up in 2020. And so not only am I buying quality pieces, but I'm making sure I get them tailored if they don't fit. And in Los Angeles, there's a young lady I know. Her name is Sabrina Bradley, and she is a tailor. You can find her on Instagram at Bradley, B-R-A-D-L-E-Y, the tailor. If you don't know how to spell tailor, it's T-A-I-L-O-R. And what she does is she, of course, tailors clothes. She also makes clothes from scratch, okay? And one thing I want to point out is prom season is coming up. And me, myself, personally, y'all, I was broke in high school, but I still found a way to get my little minimum wage job to help me purchase a custom-made dress. And I still feel bomb in that dress. I really still fit my prom dress, y'all. Don't ask me how. It might be a little tight in the thighs right about now, but I tried it on maybe a year or so ago, and it really fit me. But yeah, so Sabrina Bradley, she is... She specializes in evening wear, and if you want a prom dress made, just go to her page, Instagram at Bradley the Taylor, and you will see some of the fire stuff she has made. And if you just want to email her, get some more information, you can email B-R-D-L-Y-L-A at gmail.com. So basically, you're spelling Bradley without the A and the E, L-A at gmail.com. So yeah, if you hit her up, be sure to tell her you heard about her from me. And again, go to Bradley the Taylor on Instagram so you can see these cute old designs. Bye.